Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Max Impact here on the Mars Hill Network, where we look to make a maximum impact for the kingdom of God. Joining you in the studio today are hosts Teddy Caputo and Xander Deacons. And if you've been following the program for the last few weeks, we've been talking about how music affects a Christian young adult or youth. And we've been focusing on secular music, and we've also taken a look at Christian music with uh, our music director here at Mars Hill, Mark Spencer. And we're going to continue with the second part of that conversation next week. But before we do that, uh, I wanted to talk to Xander about this season because uh, you came to me, Xander, uh, to want to talk about it. And, you know, as this episode's airing, a lot of you had Thanksgiving dinner yesterday and spent some time with the family. Xander, what did you do for Thanksgiving, brother? Well, we always visit family for Thanksgiving. We always go up to my aunt's house. It's always me and my mom and my aunt and her family and my grandpa. And we always just have a nice dinner. We always watch the parade. We watch football and we always eat too much. And <laughs> we fall asleep on the ride home. Not the person driving. Yes. Not, the person driving doesn't fall asleep, uh, yeah. thankfully. But uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. If the, you got to make sure your driver doesn't have too much turkey. Yeah. Because you know they they say if you have a lot of turkey, too much it makes turkey you is tired. that what we're calling it now? Too much turkey. <laughs> yeah. No, we're gonna have to put that on a t-shirt or something. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. No, that's good, Xander. Usually, uh, usually my dad and I we have Thanksgiving dinner with my grandmother. Uh, she has some family over to her house. But the last few years, we've actually been going over to a family friend's house and have had a wonderful time with their family and have a lot of food, even some food that's not necessarily to the traditional Thanksgiving side dishes. But nevertheless, it's a really good time uh, and, and great food, obviously. So yeah, we wanted to talk about maybe the things that you can do with the spirit of this season, you know, in the name of the holiday Thanksgiving. Because Teddy, why, why I came and asked you about this topic is mm-hmm. because, you know, a lot of people may be wondering, you know, sure, Thanksgiving is like a really you know, a nice time we get together with family, you know, we, we have a nice time and we sit and we eat and we reminisce and we get together with people we only see but once a year. Yeah. And, you know, we may know something about the history of how it started, but, you know, that's, we're about 400 years removed yeah. from that. So it's like, all right, so maybe someone's out there thinking like, what does this holiday mean? Yeah. Like, what is the meaning for me as a Christian yes. with this holiday? Exactly. Yeah. So Xander, since you kind of introed that, what are your thoughts on that first? What do you think the meaning of Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving holiday is as well, a Christian? Well, I think it's, um. well, you know, the, the quick answer is just, you know, it's a day to remember God's provision, a day to remember, you know, just God's faithfulness in your life. And mm-hmm. I, I, I want to be careful of saying it's a day to do that because I think we should remember it every day. Oh, of course. You know, yeah, you don't want to box it out to <laughs> yeah, just no, one time. It's like here, here's the, here's my allotted twenty four hours. Yeah, <laughs> where I remembered that God is faithful to me. Yeah. I am, um, but it is, it is a day that you know, it, it's, it's a special day. It's like how we commemorate, you know, the birth of Jesus on Christmas and the mm. resurrection on Easter. Yes, you know, and we, uh, it's a, it's a day to commemorate these things. It's a special day, and you know, it is scriptural. Mm-hmm. Like for sure, I want to read this scripture yeah. uh, from First Timothy. This is First Timothy chapter six. I'm mm-hmm. reading uh, verses six through eight. 
Uh, Paul writes to Timothy, he says, Godliness with contentment is great gain, mm. for we brought nothing into the world, and we cannot take anything out of the world. Yes. But if we have food and clothing, with these we will be content. Mm. So I think it is, Um, I think it's just, you know, Thanksgiving, is it's a great day, you know, and I, I want to be wary of falling into just you know oh we celebrate this day because the pilgrims were very thankful and we we right. our history <laughs> yeah. you know i, I want it to be a day of intentionality a day where we really we look at the past year like and we think wow god has been faithful this year like he was last year like he's been since the beginning of time mm-hmm. yeah no exactly and you know i agree with you 100 percent. the fact that Thanksgiving, the the practice of Thanksgiving should not be just one day or maybe a couple days in a block of a year. But we do like to focus on that at this time of the year and really highlight the whole year of, you know, wow, look at what God has done in my life. You know, and, and we could thank God for the big things and also the small things, as you pointed out in that scripture, just having clothing and food is such a blessing when, you know, we see a lot of people out there who maybe don't have that. And the number of those people, you know, whether they're homeless or just, you know, not making ends meet, that that number is rising. And, you know, even this time of the year, uh, a lot of people like to volunteer and serve because of the thanks they have. They want to serve their community and even doing things like free turkey dinners or clothing drives or, or something that, uh, you know, can really have them show their appreciation and help give thanks by just showing love to people. So, um, Xander, are there any ways maybe that you know of or maybe you've seen people at your church or other young adults, like ways that we can show giving thanks, whether it's through some of the things that I discussed or maybe there's some other ways that people could do that? Well, something my church does that I really like is they um, they do a Thanksgiving food drive. So mm. what they will do is... Um, they will buy, I think the church buys like frozen turkeys mm. and they have people bring in like non-perishable items like, you know, boxes of stuffing and like cans, I think. Uh, but um, they bring in dinners, like thanks- full Thanksgiving dinners and they, mm. they, ha- they have gotten like a ton of food enough to make like, I don't know how many boxes, but a lot. But they they go out into the community to people who m- can't maybe can't afford to have their own Thanksgiving dinner Mm. and they give them these boxes like here, here's your Thanksgiving dinner. Wow. You know, just as like a, just as a way of expressing, because that's the thing too. Serving is expressing gratitude. Yes. Serving, serving is a way of expressing gratitude. And Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, I, I think we can also get a little, you know, self-congratulatory with it. Yes. Like, you know, Jesus says, you know, when you give, do not let your left hand know what your right hand's doing. Yes. You know, and I think I think there is a very fine balance mm-hmm. that we should take with that, but I think we should make sure that in our heart that we're grateful for the gifts God has given us and that on the uh, we're not thinking that on top of the gifts God's given us, we're not greedy for some moral image. Yes. Because that's what it is. If you're... <clears throat> If you're giving to get a reputation, that's just nothing but greed. Yeah, and it's really for self-righteousness. It's to make you seem more important than you really are. Yeah, you know, exactly. it, uh, Scripture even tells us our righteousness is as filthy rags to God. Of course, he's created us for good works, as Ephesians even says too, but we're not 
supposed to do the good works for self-validation. We're supposed to do them, like you said, out of gratitude. And even in First John, it covers it, where in chapter 3, verses 17 and 18, he says, But whoso hath this world's good, and sees his brother have need, and he shuts up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? How does the love of God dwell in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And, you know, that doesn't necessarily just mean you have to give to the less fortunate. Of course, we should when we have opportunity. But, you know, if you have the opportunity to serve and show your gratitude by, say, maybe uh, taking part in a food drive or some other sort of uh, activity that ministers to people to really show your gratitude, to give thanks to God, like we're told in scripture, don't don't squander those opportunities. Take those opportunities because, you know, you've been blessed greatly by like I've blessed you greatly. Now go use that as a blessing to others. I want to I want to read uh, just the uh, the ESV. It says closes his heart against him, mm, you know, yeah. not. You know, I, sometimes I like when, uh, you know, you, you get these funny translations, like the bowels of compassion. What is the bowels of compassion? <laughs> right, yes. You know, but um, I think um, I think that actually is a more literal translation, bowels of compassion, because yeah. in the original languages, like the kidneys or the bowels is used as like an, a metaphor for like the inmost being. Yeah. You know, this is, uh, you know, Max Impact podcast listeners, this is your bonus content. <laughs> Uh, but um, <laughs> there you go. But um, but like no, like um, where I think it's in Jeremiah where he says, you know, I the Lord test the mind. Yeah, I think literally the word is I test the kidneys. Mm. Like that's literally the word. So I think the the kidneys or the bowels are usually used for like the innermost parts. Almost like of, like having a gut being. feeling or yeah, something like that. Okay. Sort of. Yeah, it's like the innermost part of yeah. somebody. The bowels are usually used as as an image. So that's a more literal translation, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like the, the, the sophomoric part of me hears bowels of compassion and I was, I had to kind of turn away from the mic a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. But, but that's the thing. Like we, we really just need to always remember whether it's this time of the year, or any time of the year that God has been good to us by just giving us life or even the basic necessities of life. And this time of year is even more so an opportunity for us to show gratitude and give thanks. Um, but Xander, you know, it's interesting. I, I just thought of this. And I wanted to get your take on it. Now, there's Thanksgiving, but a lot of young people I know, they do something called Friendsgiving. And by, mm, at this yeah. point, at this point uh, many of you probably have had those Friendsgivings. I'll be honest, I haven't really taken part in a Friendsgiving. I will have taken part in a Friendsgiving oh, by they, the time this episode airs. Yeah, and, and, and you know, maybe <laughs> me too, uh, honestly. But so based on your experience, you probably have more experience with the Friendsgiving than I do. What are some maybe things that if somebody wants to do a Friendsgiving, like a young adult and wants to get a group together, what, what are some points you can give them as to pull off a, what we would call a successful Friendsgiving? All right, here we go. That's the good <laughs> housekeeping uh, With Andy. section of the, of the program. But um, I think, um, I mean, honestly, you know, back to Paul in Timothy, you know, you know, if a, you know, if we have food and clothing, we'll be content. Mm. Uh, a successful Thanksgiving is not necessarily in how good the meal is, although I might say so. But uh, <laughs> I might make that point. Yeah, you don't want to eat burnt someone, food. Uh. <laughs> you know, toast and jelly beans and pretzels doesn't necessarily 
make make a good Thanksgiving dinner. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, some of you have old parents and you'll get that reference. But uh, yeah. but um, uh, when. But no, I think a, a successful Thanksgiving is when it's done out of a spirit of gratitude mm-hmm. and you're coming together in true thankfulness yeah. for the Lord's provision. That's why I, that's why I actually like the concept of Friendsgiving, because I think um, the idea of Thanksgiving being relegated to just this multi-generational family experience mm-hmm. feels a little like I've said it with our conversation on secular music. It feels a little simplistic and it feels mm-hmm. a little like too easy like this is this is what thanksgiving is and this is what we do and we do this i think when we when we look at friendsgiving it, it, it's affirming that you can be thankful for you know you can be thankful for the lord's provision in any circumstance of your life you mm-hmm. know you can be driving down the highway and be thankful for the lord's provision and i think it's also a good way to reach out to people who might not have family yeah, uh, who might absolutely. be might be far away from their family or mm-hmm. who might not have a good relationship with their family yeah. you know so i think i think it's a great outreach as well yes. i think it's just you know it's um I, I, I personally like the concept of it. Yeah, it's like the Thanksgiving before the Thanksgiving. So, you know, you like we, we've talked about, we have plans for Thanksgiving that are traditional plans. And sometimes it's hard to weave other people into those plans. But if you have like a pre-Thanksgiving, a Friendsgiving, we'd call it, um, then yeah, maybe you invite those people to that and give them that experience so they do feel welcome and loved and, and, and important. You know, people, we can't lie, people want to feel important, like they matter at the end of the day. And just by extending that invitation, you may be able to do that. Now, in short, though, Xander, you're essentially saying with either Thanksgiving and Friendsgiving, it's not just about the dinner. No, right? it's not. Yeah. No, the dinner is important, but it's not just about the dinner. So it's about you- if the Cowboys lose. <laughs> well, it's not about that either, because <laughs> there is going to be some Thanksgiving football. Yeah. Um, and by the time this episode airs, there will be some good games that have been played. But anyways, um, yeah, no, I, I really think that like other than the dinner, like it should focus more on what we've been discussing. So when you're in uh, a group with your friends or people from your church, whatever, for this Friendsgiving, if you do decide to do that, incorporate something into that. Maybe it's like a, a, just going around the table and just everybody sharing something they're thankful for, whether it's a general, I'm thankful for this, or, I'm, or something that's specific to the people you're with. Like, why am I thankful for these people who are here? What is something that I'm thankful for? of them, you know, that they have provided or God has used them in, in my life to provide some sort of, you know, blessing to me. Um, so I think that is really important. It also is really important to not lose sight of that, especially because looming right around the corner of Thanksgiving is Black Friday. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes that can maybe take too much precedent, but Xander, uh, what are your thoughts on the whole Black Friday holiday and even Cyber Monday now as it's kind of boomed in the so last I, 10 years? So I say this as someone who has been Black Friday shopping mm. at, at one point. I, I went when I was in college. I went with a few friends. Uh, it it was never I, I was never like, oh, I'm, I need to get these great deals. It was just, oh, my friends are going. I'm just going to go. But um, but like it, I think the whole 
Um, cause Teddy, you have some stats I do. over there that I want to really look at before yeah, yeah. I really get into my talking. Yeah. Points. So let, let me read the stats here really quick. So, um, we got this from a New York post article and they got some of their stats from one poll. It's an organization that does a lot of studies and, and, um, you know, research. And so I guess back at about a year ago, 2022, they did a poll of about 2000 adults and they found that, uh, 95% of them plan to participate in Black Friday shopping. And it looks like here that majority still do want to go in person um, because I guess part of the reason for that is they want instant gratification. Like they actually want that experience going in the store, buying something, getting it immediately. Um, And I guess, and and speaking of that, of the people, I think it's 40%, excuse me, 46% of people who were polled said they would go Black Friday shopping in person for the instant gratification. Of that 46%, uh, there were more Gen Z respondents that cited uh, than millennials that cited immediate fulfillment as their primary driver to shop these events in person. So 81% Gen Z said that compared to 49% millennials that say that. So that's really us, yeah. Xander. And that's that's why I wanted to talk about that. Is mm-hmm. is like. You know, we would. Uh, I would say we're 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 on the border between millennial and Gen Z. I think we're closer to Gen Z than anything. We're in that weird part of our mid twenties where we're yes. not really anything. Mm-hmm. But um, but like I, I think uh, I think it, it that's that's what I really want to talk about was this philosophy of instant gratification. Yeah. Of like, it, it's just really simply simply put, it's just where is your worth put in? Yes. And I think um, I, I think that. Th- that's been said so many times that it becomes a platitude, but I mm-hmm. think really like it, it's, it's scriptural. It's yeah. still in the Bible, you know, like Jesus here in Matthew six, uh, this is verse 19 through 21. Yep. He says, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. Is your treasure put in getting, and it's not even about getting an item for yourself. It might be getting a gift for someone else. Is your yeah. is your treasure in having the thing right now? Is mm-hmm. your treasure in having this material satisfaction right now? Yes. I, I'm not necessarily that saying that like it's, bad to not want to wait like you know uh, because especially with christmas time shipping can get really messed up mm. so i can imagine i can imagine someone being frustrated that the gift that they're trying to get somebody isn't getting here and yeah. wanting to just buy it in person and save themselves the trouble yeah but i i think um you know it's it's the same philosophy if we brought not we brought nothing into the world we can't take anything out of it yeah you know so mm. it's like you know y- you're not going to have that thing in heaven. Yes. You're not going to have that thing in heaven. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just, you know, getting a getting a healthy perspective of um and even for the you know, for the believer you're you're not going to have that thing in heaven, you know, a more sobering thought. You're not going to have that thing in hell. Yeah. Xander, it's funny. <laughs> we're on the same wavelength here, man, cuz when I highlighted some of these uh stats in the article, I actually double highlighted the words instant gratification. So I'm I'm really glad that you brought that up because it, it it's actually we can think about this more in like a a wider theological way, you know, even though we're just talking about Black Friday, but let's just focus on that first. Um 
you know, Black Friday, yeah, it can kind of bring the savage out of people where, like you said, they could be buying stuff for themselves or even for other people for the Christmas holiday that is to come. But that's the thing. It's like they want it so badly where, you know, you've heard the horror stories of this people just mobbing the stores, people literally being trampled to death because, man, I, I need that item. I need that sale. Like, I need it now. Um, and, you ever and, seen the movie Jingle All the Way, Teddy? <laughs> I actually don't think I have. If I did, it was oh, a long that's time. required watching. We need Requi- to see it. <laughs> okay, so okay, so okay, Xander, we got to make that plan to watch. What, what was the movie called? Jingle again? all the way. All right, so there we go. I'm and not it- recommending it. I, I don't know all the content <laughs> off the top of my head, so this is not a recommendation. Yeah, this, this might not go out. <laughs> this, this part of it. <laughs> it's okay, but anyway, so but yeah, no. Sometimes people they lose sight of the importance of the actual giving part just because they want the gift oh, yeah. so much. There's actually a song. We Actually, I may have mentioned it in our conversation with Mark Spencer that, you know, there's a song by Casting Crown's Healer, you know, and one of the lines in the song, it says, more than gifts, we need the giver, right? So and I think about it in this context. It's like, yeah, no, like gifts are great, but we need to remember what is most important about the holiday and and so maybe if 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 it's too dangerous to go black friday shopping which i don't really know the climate of it nowadays like it's not the end of the world right if you just don't go um to go shopping that day there's always the online option but yeah i mean it's really important and in black friday there could be good aspects of it too in terms of bringing a lot of young adults together you get like a good christian group of young adults and youth that maybe they go to the stores together um, and they, they make it an experience and fellowship. And that's great. But again, we have to keep that in mind. Like it, what's it about? Is it about the opportunity to, again, show gratitude and, you know, love for people in the spirit of giving? Or is it like, oh, I need to get this. It's on sale. Like that's the number one most important thing. If I don't get it, my the rest of my week is ruined or the rest of my winter is ruined. I also really want to talk about instant gratification because how often do we see this philosophy of instant gratification creeping into mm-hmm. even our spiritual positions? Mm-hmm. How many yes. people do we see walking away from the church with stories that they basically they all boil down to something where they believe God promised them something that he never promised. Mm. Where it's basically like, you know, I believed God to heal my grandmother and she still died. Mm. You know, I I believed God to take this problem away from me and he didn't. Yeah. You know, it's this idea of, you know, for decades, Mm -hmm. we don't acknowledge it, but we have this instant gratification stance with God where it's all right, God, I said the the magic words i did the magic action i'm waiting on you yeah and when he when he doesn't do it we're, we're really mad about that i think of i think of paul yeah you know paul talks about he has his thorn in the flesh we don't necessarily know what that is a lot mm. of people believe it was something to do with his eyesight mm. a lot of people think it was some other sort of sickness some people think it was a temptation mm. i think we don't know because i think there's supposed to be maximum maximum application Maximum application. There you go. Yes. <laughs> That's a tongue twister. I'll learn to speak English one day. Uh, but um but like he um he said three times I pleaded with the Lord that it should be removed. Mm. And what did God say? He said, My grace is sufficient for you, mm. for my power is made perfect in weakness. Mm. And I, I think yes. there is a there is a the lost art of 
not waiting on God so you get something. Yeah. Waiting on God because you're supposed to wait on God. Yes. It's not just wait. Uh, we because of our English uh, connotation with the word wait. Yeah. Uh, we start to think like, oh, wait, wait on God. You know, it's waiting on him to do something, mm-hmm. but waiting on it means to rest in him. Yes. You're resting in him. It's putting confidence in what he's already done, not confidence in what he is going to do or may, may do. Amen. Amen. Yes. And that's why I'll be honest. I really, <clears throat> the scripture you mentioned, and then this one I'm about to bring up, I meditate on these all the time to myself because again, it helps me not be trapped in instant gratification and then maybe stumble in my faith or at least turn away from my faith. And so the verse I'm in, uh, obviously Second Corinthians, that's what, chapter 12, yeah, verse 12, 9. Yeah. Yep. And then the other one I meditate on too is Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, that, that says, those that wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. And that's so important because really I think at the end of the day, the instant gratification that we get as Christians, I think it happens in maybe in two ways. Okay, one, when you give your life to Jesus, and then when you see him face to face in heaven, you'll get mm-hmm. instant gratification in those two moments. But in between, you may have some spurts of it, but it there it is a journey of life, right? And, and here at Mars Hill, we have our slogan, hope in the journey, because you know, the journey sometimes feels hopeless, you know, especially if you are not in Christ. But in Christ, we're told that, you know, the journey's going to have some struggles, right? The destination is what we keep our eyes on because really God and Jesus, they're at that destination already waiting for us to get there. And we're told we'll never be left, we'll never be forsaken. God's always with us on the journey no matter what. And, you know, we even told in Romans that if we're joint heirs with Christ, and I believe it's in chapter eight, if we're joint heirs with Christ, we're going to suffer like Christ suffered. We're going to go through things in this life to test our faith, but also to grow us in our faith and grow us in the love of God, in the love of Jesus, to be a witness to other people. And it also says in the next verse, for the sufferings of this time, they're not even worthy to be compared to the joy that shall be revealed to us. So Amen. just with that, Xander, I, I completely agree. You know, instant gratification, especially with the holiday or a time of year like Black Friday, it really can trap people. And it's a good time now, especially with the holiday season, to reflect that this journey of life is not about instant gratification. Mm-hmm. The destination of heaven is where we'll get that when we hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. Yep. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, with that, I think we've done a really nice job talking about this. Um, well, actually, hold on a second. With that, I think we're going to wrap up the conversation about this topic for now. Uh, I think at some point we're going to talk about more about Christmas and what we can do uh, during when we get closer to that season. Uh, different ways young adults can come together or even serve and just talk about um, how we should be as believers during that time of the year to again foster our faith and to grow it and to show the love of god um but xander anything else you want to add to the program before we go uh no i think we've said pretty much everything about this topic already you know it's just you know again it's with food and clothing we will be content amen amen to that and so with that we will continue our conversation next week on christian music with mark spencer but thank you so much for joining us here on max impact where we look to make a maximum impact for the kingdom of God.